from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. I think the practices have been good. Guys are in, in good spirits. It, it's been efficient and it's been uh, emotional. They're, they're excited about the opportunity. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. I think the bowl gives us an opportunity to, um, to show who we are. You know, I think um, there is a... Uh, there is a stage there. Um, there is a uh, platform that we can, you know, whether it's it's people we interact with at the hotel, it's the people that are on our plane, um, it's the the fans that are coming to see us, it's all the people that are going to be watching on TV. You know, it's going to be an introduction to uh, Baylor University. It's going to be an introduction to Baylor football. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, this is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, good afternoon and welcome. Welcome one and all to the John Morris Show. A couple of minutes after 3 o'clock here on this Tuesday afternoon. Tom Barfield and... Aaron Sexton in for J-Mo on this Tuesday. Glad to have you with us as uh, we get ready to, every time we go on the air, we are that much closer to the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans, the uh, 88th annual All-State Sugar Bowl coming up uh, this Saturday night in New Orleans. So, by, so you know, look, let's, let's do it. Let's keep rolling. Uh, get these programs going. And speaking of programs, we will be with you starting Thursday uh, from New Orleans, the uh, the morning show, the award winning game time program will uh, will come your way from seven until nine o'clock uh, on Thursday morning. The John Morris Show Thursday afternoon, and then Matt Mosley uh, Thursday afternoon as well. So we'll have all those programs for you. And I think we are going to be strategically located in the team hotel down in the lobby someplace. So if you, if you're out and about, come by, say hello to us. If you're over in New Orleans for the for the bowl game, we'd love to have you. And, Love to visit with you. We'll uh, you can come have coffee with me in the morning, or or uh, you know uh, you can come have coffee with Mosley in the afternoon. I, you know it's whatever you want to do. Uh, so we'll, we'll be there. And uh, in, in looking forward to it. Looking forward to having a lot of fun. And then of course uh, uh, in the uh, Caesars Su- uh, Superdome, we're going to uh, we'll be there th- uh, Saturday afternoon, beginning at three thirty with our uh, pregame show, game day live, and. Uh, We'll have that for you beginning Saturday at 3.30. And right before that, we'll have basketball. We'll have uh, Baylor and Iowa State. Looking forward to that. I mean, it is a big, big day in Baylor athletics on Saturday. A big weekend. Then you have the uh, you have the Baylor women opening up their conference run on Sunday afternoon right here on ESPN Central Texas with uh, Kansas State. So, we're I mean, we're jazzed up for all the uh, fun stuff. Yeah, I'll be at the station probably about – 12 or 13 hours at least Saturday, and I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I really am. I had the, you've, like you said, you got Baylor and Iowa State to open up uh, the Bears' Big 12 Conference 
play and they'll do it. It'll be a top 25 matchup. Um, and then the Sugar Bowl right after. I mean, it's just it's, uh, Baylor all day Saturday. And I, I May I'm, I recommend you bring I'm, a sandwich? I've already <laughs> – just I don't want to forget, and I can eat Some one. Fritos. I, I, I've got a TV dinner that I brought today just in case. Kind of hunker down back yeah, there? Yeah, and then if I get hungry later, you know, you I can, know this I can crew, go to it the, may disappear right, with well, this crew. I can always go to the place next door and get something if, if worse oh, yeah. comes to worse. So. Yeah. So, but, yeah, you're going to be here for a while, and, uh, you know, we, we, um, we're we ready to go. Uh, it, it's going to be fun. It is going to be a good time. And then, of course, we'll have Cowboy football later on Sunday as well. So, uh, there's all kinds of fun stuff going on this weekend as we get you going here. Uh, and and ring in the new year. Uh, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff to do. We're gonna we're I think we're going to go to Jackson Square, a little calmer, you know, <laughs> uh, in, that, in New Orleans. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, uh, that's yeah. where what are the what are the uh, they'll have the leaf drop. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm and it's part of the Dick Clark rocking New Year's Eve celebration, and you know, uh, they always like it when I come hang out with them, and <laughs> so. I'm making that up. Yeah, I'm usual. not exactly a world traveler. You'd think being in Texas my whole life, I would have been to New Orleans, but I never have. You've never been there. Huh? I've been to Bozier a couple of times. Yeah, that's, poker, that's not New Orleans. No, <laughs> trust me. I've never been to New Orleans. That's that's not <laughs> New Orleans. Trust me. Ah, uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> that's kind of shocking. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's 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 on my list. I'm going to go the yeah. next year or two. There's a lot of fun stuff to do in New Orleans, and I think I brought this up yesterday, but man, oh man, if you've got time, you've got to get by and check out the um, the World War II Museum. It is phenomenal. I, if you're a history guy, I love history. I mean, I absolutely love history. And you can, uh, man, you, you could spend a couple of days there if you like. I mean, it it, it is that cool. Uh, and, and they have what's called a 4D theater, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Where literally at the end, of, after you go through, after you go through it, and you, you've kind of experienced it, then you're going to go into a theater and you're going to watch a movie—not a long movie, but you know—but when things occur, let's say, uh, you know, a, a bomb is dropped or something, mm-hmm. your 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 seat literally vibrates and oh, moves wow. and things like that. You're in this thing. You and it is and it's in literally the way the screen is configured. You are in a 4D situation. It is. It's pretty cool. I'm not kidding. Yeah. One of the- uh, you walk out of there going. I mean, it, it, it's quiet. I mean, when you walk out because you just went through some pretty emotional stuff. Uh, and and look, we we're never ever going to be able to replicate and experience what they went through with what our our soldiers went through. But my goodness, this will this will. This will hit home. There's no question. No question about it. It's it's a cool deal. And that's just one of the many cool things to do. Uh, we're going to hear from the lieutenant governor, Billy yeah, Nungesser. Yeah, How'd you manage that? Billy and I go way back. Oh, okay. We, we go way, <laughs> way, way back to this morning. and uh, You know Mosley's just... Oh, he's steaming inside. Yeah, I called, I called, <laughs> I called Mosley the other day, and I said, "Hey, hey, Mosley, would you like to hang out and visit with, with my buddy, the lieutenant governor, Louisiana?" And so we're going to have Billy Nungesser later this week on the Matt Mosley program. Oh, nice! So we'll, we'll get him hooked up. And we'll <laughs> <laughs> but I said, you know, I got, I got the lieutenant governor coming on Tuesday morning, and he he you know he wants to come hang out in morning drive and and uh, and talk a little bit about uh, 
all the activities in New Orleans. And uh, so <laughs> we'll, we'll have him. And, and we thought it was so cool that we'll we'll, uh, we'll do what we call in the business a re-rack, and we'll bring it to you again here this afternoon. Uh, also, Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. Uh, we'll visit with him. And uh, then uh, the press conference today uh, featured the, the coordinators. And so we had the uh, Baylor offensive coordinator, Jeff Grimes. You'll get to hear from Coach Grimes. Most of the time it's Coach Aranda, you know, doing – uh, doing the press conferences. And so today it was uh, Coach Grimes, and you'll hear from Coach Grimes a little later on in the program as well. We're off and running. It is what What do we got? 14 bowl games today, I think. <laughs> no, okay, five. There's five. There's yeah. five. Uh, one's in the books. The uh, Cougars of Houston win today. A- and now, uh, a- and I didn't know this, this is the uh, Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, and it's being played on the SMU campus, you know, at Ford Stadium and on uh, the SMU campus. I thought this game was actually played in the Cotton Bowl. Not the Cotton Bowl, but in the Cotton Bowl. Because, you see, the Cotton Bowl is not played in the Cotton Bowl. The Cotton Bowl is played at AT AT&T Stadium. But I thought this game was played in the Cotton Bowl. So I don't know. We're going to have to do some checking, but I don't know that there's a bowl game in the Cotton Bowl. I don't think there is anymore. I think this was there and got moved. So uh, it's over on the SMU campus. And the Academy of Air Force is taking the Cardinals of Louisville to the woodshed right now. It is 14 to nothing, early second quarter. Early second quarter, the uh, the uh, Air Force Falcons are on top, 14 to nothing. So go Air Force! All right, does uh, three ten? Ten minutes after three o'clock tonight. Tonight it's Mississippi State and Texas Tech. And my goodness, what I thought was going to be. Hey, this will be fun. This will be kind of interesting to see. You know, the old, the old former ball coach at Tech is now over at Mississippi State. He, he ain't, he's not a happy camper <laughs> at all. I mean, he's had some things to say. And go go check him out. I mean, they're available. Go check him out. He's not a happy camper. Yeah, he said uh, he said they still owe him millions. They cheated him out of millions was yeah. his exact quote. And he said some other things, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, you can go check that out. So eleven minutes after three o'clock, three eleven. Welcome into the uh, John Morris Show here on this Tuesday afternoon, and uh, we are brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Uh, talk a little bit about our our friends over at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. The the Emery's this four generations, folks. I think about that now. Four generations of one family serving Central Texas. That's pretty cool. And they do such a tremendous job. And they've got one goal in mind, and that's to make sure that when you leave there, you leave there as a satisfied and happy customer. And, man, they've got it all for you. If you're in the uh, if you're in the market to build a, uh, a, a barn dominium or something like that, they service and, and they can help you. They can help you put it all together. I mean, what you know, look, if, if – the guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe will help you find the best contractor for the project. You see, they service the largest selection of metal building contractors in all of Central Texas, and they'd be happy to point you in the right direction. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, angle iron, and much, much more. They carry all sizes of pipe from one half inch up to 24 inches. They also stock American-made 60 
great uh, a great 60 rebar so basically they're your one-stop shop for all your needs and john and Braden and the entire emory family would love to see you as well as all of their great uh they're great folks over at uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe. they got two great locations. They're in Bryan, and they're also in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. And they're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5, and again on Saturdays from 8 until noon. And you can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Vox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Clouds will once again move in overnight and keep those overnight lows pretty warm in the low 60s. A 20% chance for rain does exist early tomorrow morning for places west of I-35, but not everyone is going to see any rain and this should all move out by around noon tomorrow. Skies will gradually clear by the afternoon with a high reaching 79 degrees. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:36 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. What a year for Baylor Athletics. A season of joy ends with a national championship for the Baylor Bears. And her unbelievable passion and wisdom for the game of basketball and the way she pours in to her players is why we selected Nikki Collins as the fifth head women's basketball coach here at Baylor University. Wow, what a finish. What a finish of this Dr. Pepper Big 12 championship game today. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are 2021 Big 12 Conference champions. Here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt in Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254 235 well. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Another move in college football bowl season as Central Michigan will now play Washington State in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl on Friday. Five bowl games on tap for today, starting with number 20 Houston taking on Auburn in the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl, Air Force in Louisville in the Serve Pro First Responders Bowl, Mississippi State takes on Texas Tech in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, UCLA in number 18 NC State in the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl, and Finishing off tonight with West Virginia taking on Minnesota in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Baylor basketball back in action tonight from the Farrell Center as the Bears face off with Northwestern State. Tip is at 7 o'clock with the pregame at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Three seventeen, seventeen after 3 o'clock. This is the John Morris program. John Morris, the voice of the Bears. I'm Tom Barfield in for John today along with Aaron Sexton. We're glad you're with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Uh, John, uh, what do you guys got coming up at 4? Um, I, I know Matt plans like days and weeks and sometimes even months in advance on on uh, on the program. So uh, what did he line up for today? We will talk with Baylor women's basketball head coach Nikki Collins. That will come up around five o'clock and uh he was still working on a guest oh he's so, efforting okay yeah, yeah. all right so. well that's good uh nikki and the uh, baylor women will play north texas tomorrow night at the Farrell center and then they hit the road and play kansas state on sunday afternoon to open up conference play all of those games right here on the flagship station for baylor athletics espn central texas earlier today we had a chance to catch up with the uh, lieutenant governor of the uh, state of Louisiana, Billy Nungesser. And here is that conversation from this morning. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor football. Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, we're glad you're with us here on this Tuesday morning. Remember, we will be in New Orleans, and we'll be there Thursday morning with our with our programs. All right, speaking of which, it is so cool to uh, welcome into the program the uh, Lieutenant Governor of the great state of Louisiana, Billy Nungesser. And uh, Mr. Nungesser, good morning. Thank you so much for your time. We know you're busy. We, we appreciate you being with us. Glad to be with you. Happy New Year. Hey, part of your deal as the Lieutenant Governor is also to um, – you're also the commissioner of the uh, the state's culture, recreation, and tourism. And let's talk about tourism. I think there may be a couple of uh, Wacoans and, and Texans headed your way this New Year's weekend. Yeah, we're expecting a big crowd, people flocking to New Orleans. Uh, this is going to be a great game. And um, it's a real boost to the economy, especially coming out of COVID. Um, it has over a $290 million economic impact on Louisiana, this bowl game. So pretty good uh, uh, numbers for Louisiana. People have a great time uh, in the French Quarter, and, and we're looking forward to a really good game. Bill, Billy, is there a, look, a lot of us have been there uh, in some several times, but is there a website where, where fans can go that maybe gives them a list of, of things to do? You know, there may some may not know about the, the World War II Museum, which I think is a phenomenal piece of history uh, that I've gone through and spent hours in, uh, and, and that's right there in, in, in New Orleans. I mean, there's a lot of cool things to do. Is there a website that they can go and check out? 
LouisianaTravel.com tells you everything about Louisiana. The good thing about that, you can punch on New Orleans and look at the great restaurants and, like you said, the World War II Museum, the River Cruises, but you can also look, click on trips. You might want to take a 30-minute drive outside of New Orleans and see some of the swamps or do an alligator tour, a swamp tour to see the alligators. So it also gives you an overview of things to do within a drive distance, a day trip from New Orleans. But it also gives you all that great details of things to do in the city and in the French Quarter, the neat places to eat, drink, and have a good time. All right, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here. Is there something or some place that's kind of hidden, kind of a hidden gem that nobody really knows about, maybe except for the locals, that you could share with us that we have to do while we're there? Well, everybody wants to go get beignets, of course, in a quarter. But you go get a poor boy at Mother's right there in Poitras, uh, right next to Harris Casino. Um, there's a line down the block. People get there early because the, the, the French bread, the, the poor boys at Mother's, a little hole-in-the-wall restaurant, but uh, it's been found by the tourists, and now people flock to it. But there's those special places on every corner, those mom-and-pop restaurants or shops where the homemade gumbo uh, or the jambalaya uh, or the seafood is incredible. So you can't get a bad meal in New Orleans, and that's something we're very proud of. All right, uh, it's an unfortunate situation, but we, as you see, the, uh, there's several bowl games have been canceled, and there's postponements and all kinds of stuff. Talk to me about the state's regulations as far as COVID is concerned. Do we have to have our vaccination cards? Do we need masks? Uh, are, are we going to be required to wear a mask indoor? I mean, just kind of walk us through that a little bit. As now, they're not requiring. It, it has not changed. So the protocol right now is you, you've got to show vaccination in the, in the dome and, and in the restaurants in New Orleans. Um, but, uh, but that hasn't changed. We don't expect the game to be canceled or limited. Uh, you know, some people in the room has been out there about limited how many people can go in the dome. Um, that has not been changed. We're expecting to fill up the Superdome and, and do it safely. So uh, right now, none of, none of those things have been changed, and we're hoping we get, get through the weekend and uh, everybody can have a good time without any, any major changes to that protocol. Um, you know, it, it's difficult when you're dealing with uh, our job of bringing tourists in and they were having to work with the city officials on what they perceive is, uh, is a safe venue to uh, host events. There's also a great parade that day. Uh, that they have a sugar bowl parade with floats and throws that people can enjoy out on the streets. So all of that is still scheduled to go forward. And, and all of your New Year's Eve activities, are they're, they're, they're full steam ahead, right? Right. They're still going to have national press down here covering the drop of the floor delay. And um, so that's still going to be a big party down the French Quarter along the riverfront um, and Jackson Square. So there'll be uh, – Many events going on all over New Orleans through the new year. Visiting with the uh, 54th Lieutenant Governor of the great state of Louisiana, Billy Nungesser. Billy, uh, you're headed out to California. What on earth are you doing going west? Well, we're going to have the first time ever a state has been allowed to float in the Tournament of Roses Parade. Uh, Louisiana Feed Your Soul float will be out there. Lane Hardy, American Idol winner, and the Hot A Brass Band will be performing. And we'll be bringing with us a teacher of the year, a first responder, a police officer, 
um, a volunteer that volunteered through these hurricanes to put our best foot forward and show all the good Louisiana has to offer and highlight and, and, and honoring those great ambassadors for Louisiana on that float uh, in the parade. We just had a great success with the Macy's Day Parade, where we had the longest float ever, a 60-foot alligator crawling down the streets of New York. Just a great opportunity to let people know Louisiana is open for business. And with Mardi Gras right around the corner, there's no better time than to come to Louisiana and enjoy Mardi Gras. Uh, we have Mardi Gras all over Louisiana. Uh, many areas, it's affordable, safe. You don't have to pay to park. So uh, Mardi Gras in every corner of Louisiana is open for business. You mentioned that this is the first time. How, how did uh, having a float in the Rose Bowl parade come about? Well, we knew we had to think outside the box as we're competing against every state for those tourism dollars. And so we were thinking, what better way to showcase Louisiana, who hosts the best parades in the world for Mardi Gras, than in the Macy's and Rose Bowl parade? So we approached them. We went out to L.A. and made our pitch about everybody going through covid but Louisiana got hit the last two years with the, two of the worst hurricanes ever, and we surely could use a little help at letting people know Louisiana's back and uh, and we're ready for those tourists to come see Louisiana. And so we were very, very excited that we got accepted in both parades. Hey, hey when I get there Thursday, I'll give you a call and you can show me around, okay? Let's do it. I look forward to it. <laughs> hey, hey I, we appreciate your time today. Thanks so much, and I look forward to being in the in the great state of Louisiana for uh, for New Year's, and should have a lot of fun. And look forward to a, a super football game. Happy New Year, my friend. You have a good time. Thank you, sir. That is the uh, Lieutenant Governor of the state of Louisiana, Billy Nungesser, uh, and uh, he again will be with. Uh, with uh, Matt Mosley uh, coming up a little later on this week. I think it's Friday afternoon around 4.30, uh, and we'll be in New Orleans. Uh, uh, I'm not sure which Marriott Hotel we're going to be at, but one of those Marriott's at the team hotel. And uh, we'll be there for uh, for all of our uh, radio programs. But uh, look forward to that. And what a uh, what a great uh, what a great time it's going to be. And, uh, you know, we'll cap it off uh, on New Year's night with the uh, 88th Annual All-State Sugar Bowl. And uh, you can catch that game right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, about uh, about five and a half minutes left in the uh, first half, and Air Force with a uh, with a two touchdown lead over uh, Louisville. So uh, the uh, the inverted wishbone or the flex bone, whatever you want to call it, uh, getting it done against Louisville, and they lead that game uh, by two touchdowns uh, in uh, in about midway through, or a little a little more than midway through the uh, the second quarter. All right, uh, three twenty six. This is the John Morris Show here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up, we're going to visit with uh, Josh Neighbors. He does the uh, podcast Locked On Big Twelve and all news and notes concerning the Big Twelve. Coming up with Josh here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. We welcome in the head coach of the number one ranked Baylor Bears, Coach Scott Rue. Most importantly, we got the win, and uh, uh, that helped us uh, earn number one ranking for the third straight year, and uh, only us and Gonzaga out of 358 schools have been able to do that. And if you go in the last six years, uh, Duke, Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga, the only ones to be ranked uh, number one uh, four out of six years. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Richard Carr. We have shared many challenges together over the past year, but 2021 brought a new business challenge. Computer chip shortages have created long delays for new vehicles. We're told production is improving and cars are coming. At Richard Carr Motors, we have a list of vehicles already in production called our inbound vehicle list. These are vehicles that will be delivered first. Get your name on our inbound vehicle list and be first in line for your new GM car or truck. Thank you, Central Texas, for your continued support. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision. Center 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Another move in college football bowl season as Central Michigan will now play Washington State in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl on Friday. Five bowl games on tap for today, starting with number 20 Houston taking on Auburn in the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl, Air Force in Louisville in the Serve Pro First Responders Bowl, Mississippi State takes on Texas Tech in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, UCLA and number 18 NC State in the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl, and Finishing off tonight with West Virginia taking on Minnesota in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Baylor basketball back in action tonight from the Farrell Center as the Bears face off with Northwestern State. Tip is at 7 o'clock with the pregame at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Three thirty. Welcome back into the program. This is the John Morris Show. Tom and Aaron in for John this afternoon on this Tuesday. Matt Mosley will be here tomorrow afternoon, so uh, keep that in mind. We'll be traveling tomorrow's our travel day, Aaron. We're gonna we're gonna hit the uh, the roadways and uh, and take off for New Orleans, Louisiana tomorrow, and uh, be with you Thursday morning, bright and early at seven a.m for the award-winning program Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Look forward to that. So, uh, 3.31, earlier today, as we mentioned, we talked to Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. Talked a lot of football, as you might suspect, but we did not want to uh, 
to not talk some basketball because Saturday, again, yeah, the Bears play tonight against Northwestern. And then Saturday they open up Big 12 conference play on the road in Ames against Iowa State. And there was a uh, Big 12 game canceled uh, today. Uh, TCU in Kansas, not canceled, I beg your pardon, postponed uh, because of COVID. So we're already uh, moving games around within the conference on the basketball side. So I wanted to talk to Josh about that. So uh, earlier today, Josh Neighbors uh, from the the podcast Locked on Big 12. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked on Big 12 podcast on ESPN Central Texas. Four minutes after 8 o'clock, it's 8.04. Welcome back into game time here on this Tuesday morning. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as we get ready to head to New Orleans. And the Sugar Bowl will be there Thursday morning broadcasting from uh, from New Orleans, getting you ready for the uh, the Bears and the Ole Miss Rebels. And our 8 o'clock hour, by the way, this morning, brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, where you can elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer... Great benefits and a great benefit package and outstanding starting pay. So stop by 7601 Imperial Drive and apply. Uh, joined now by uh, Josh Neighbors from the Locked on Big 12 podcast. Josh, good morning. Thanks for being with us, and I uh, hope you had a uh, very Merry Christmas. Hope you guys did, too. I'm very glad that we're now getting to uh, Big 12 Bowl season starting today. We get, uh, you know, a Big 12 matchups, two of them. So I'm glad we're finally getting to the Big Bowls now. Uh, for the Big 12 Conference. I mean, we were talking about this just a minute ago, and it has nothing to do with the league itself, but it, there's more bowl games now than there are eligible teams because of COVID. And we, we were just kind of curious, why are you dumping one bowl and combining two teams when you've got several teams that, are, that, that don't have a game now? I mean, SMU for one. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I, I'm, I don't know how they go about pairing certain bowls up. The one thing I, I wasn't a fan of was, you know, Glad for Rutgers for being able to play Wake Forest and the Gator Bowl. That's great for them. But there were some available teams who could have been paired up in that situation who lost all games. I'm glad for Central Michigan to be able to go and play Washington State. It looks like they're going to get a pretty nice payout as well. Greater than they would have gotten in the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. But, yeah, you know, there, there, were, there were so many bowl games. I don't know how you guys feel about this. I'm actually a fan of the number of bowl games there are. As this is one of the most dead periods in television – uh, especially sports television, like this in July, are really your dead period. So anything to fill that void, I'm cool with. But, yeah, it, it's interesting how they're going about placing some of these teams as these games drop out. I, I think there might be some cases, guys, of situations where teams like SMU, maybe you're just kind of ready to get to the offseason, right? You had a great start. The rumors told about your coach. You lost the coach. You got a new coach. There's going to be some transferring that happens. Maybe it's just a roster now that UVA has, has pieced out of that bowl game. It's kind of just like, hey, get me to the offseason. So I think that could be a situation as well. I'm not 110% familiar. Hey, maybe these guys are ready, ready to go and, and rear to play and want to play. But schools like Memphis, you're like, man, we made a trip out to Hawaii. We lost the bowl game. Do we also want to go back stateside and take more time and go play in a different bowl game? I think teams like maybe Memphis and, and, and SMU are kind of ready for their offseason. You know, and Ward brought that up as well, but, I, you know, my only thought was uh, you're passing a payday and you're passing yeah. an opportunity to play and showcase your program on national television as you head into that offseason and, and letting those kids play after putting in a month's worth of work. But wh- whatever the case may be, there are more eligible teams now because of COVID yeah. than there are bowl games. 
Yeah, there are. That's the interesting part. I, to go back to what you said, I was working yesterday, Sirius XM Pac-12 Radio, and Shane Vereen, uh, former Cal Bear and obviously former NFL back, made that same point about, hey, look, it's one more time to go out and play with your guys. It's one more time to put stuff on tape. But, yeah, it, it is tough considering number of eligible teams and number of bowls uh, obviously shrinking. So that, that's kind of the, the challenge that we're faced with right now. You mentioned Big 12 getting started in their bowl games today and Texas Tech taking on Mike Leach. How interesting is that matchup? Uh, um, did you guys see Mike Leach's comments? From the, I mean, he had some he had some choice things to say, uh, you know, during the media availability. And, look, I don't know the extent of what he's saying, whether it's truthful or not, but he mentioned sexual assault, things like that being covered up yesterday. If you haven't gone and seen the clip on Twitter, I'm sure it's out there. Uh, I saw John Kurtz has it out. Um, play that place for for K State. Um, also, the stuff for the KC Sports Network. He got, he's got it out right now. Yeah, I mean it's it's really interesting what Mike Leach has said, and he's still clearly very bitter about what happened at Texas Tech, despite the fact that it, it seems like a lot of those people might be gone. A lot of that regime administration is gone. He still got some ill will towards the the higher ups there at Texas Tech. So that just feeds into this. Clearly, his team's going to be motivated. Questions about you know how how is uh, you know how is Texas Tech going to look uh, after you know with this game with all the coaching of people and change things seem to be positive there and also they've been dealing with interim coach type situation now for a while so I think they'll be ready to play but I think it's a really good Mississippi State team and I think you look at it like this is an awesome defense all year long obviously we know what the air raid brings with Mike Leach and what they plan to do it's just for Mississippi State playing the SEC West is never a fun endeavor for them but still. Seven and five season for them, pretty pretty good, and it would have been a lot better if they weren't stuck in the West. So I think it's a tough test for Texas Tech. I'm curious to see what the quarterback rotation looks like tonight. How many guys get in? Who gets the snaps? I'm exciting a lot of Donovan Smith, and I think this defense is a really good test for a guy like Donovan Smith, and obviously one of his best weapon, Eric Azatama, who has said that he's going to be going to the NFL draft. So a lot of interest for Texas Tech. I think it's a good clash on paper. It's a good clash in the narrative department, and I'll definitely have my eyes on that. 545 Central Time ESPN. When you look at the Big 12, you mentioned the Big 12. Is Of all the Big 12 bowl games, is there one that you say, you know what, if I, if I miss them all, I can't miss this one? Yeah, well, it's going to be the Sugar Bowl, and, and I'm not just trying to appease the folks out there, but I mentioned this to you guys, you know, last week, and I'll say it again. This Sugar Bowl is a celebration of two phenomenal seasons. This is, uh, you know, Baylor winning the Big 12 championship. Game. Obviously, I, I mentioned this before, but Look, they've been the New Year's Six Bowls, but winning the Big 12 championship in the year where Texas and Oklahoma have said they're leaving to beat another team in Oklahoma State who was almost on the, on the cusp of, of the playoffs. And Baylor was, too. They didn't drop that game with TCU. But celebrating Dave Aranda's accomplishments after the tough season last year, celebrating their Big 12 championship, and also celebrate, celebrate Old Miss, too. I know, I know this is Big 12-centric, but first 10 win regular season, celebrate Matt Corral, celebrate their accomplishments, and I'm also really curious about the matchup. And, look, I know people think Lane Kiffin, they think, well, you know, kind of this gunning offense. This is a team in Ole Miss that does like to run the ball a fair amount. Snoop Connor and Jerry and Ely have been really effective running backs for them. Matt Corral has been good in the running game. I'm not really sure how much we're going to see. But also Matt Corral gave that impassioned kind of talk about, you know, look, this is one last time to play with my guys, and I'm not in the position that I'm in without them. So I love to see that in this. Just a lot of excitement surrounding what these two teams have accomplished this year. And I think it's one of those New Year's Bowl situations. I mean, look, we've even seen opt-outs from teams like Ohio State. Garrett Wilson says he's opting out. I think it's four players total from Ohio State are opting out. How motivated will they, will they be 
I think there's no doubt about it. Baylor and Ole Miss are happy to be here. They're motivated to be here. And it's going to be a celebration of both those teams. And also, the spread's been like one point the entire time. So Vegas seems to think this game's going to be fun and close. I tend to agree with that. That is Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. And again, talking uh, Baylor and Ole Miss football coming up on Saturday night. And again, our pregame will begin with game day live at 3.30, then the tailgate show at 5.30, then the uh, play-by-play broadcast Baylor and Ole Miss with John, J.J., and Ricky coming your way at uh, at 7.45 Saturday night. It's uh, 3.40. Jeff Grimes, the Baylor offensive coordinator, met with the media today. We will hear from Coach Grimes next on the John Morris Show from ESPN Central Texas. This is ESPN Central Texas. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Happy New Year from ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation doctor. (laughs) You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at The Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. (laughs) Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Bears and the Rebels preparing for the Sugar Bowl coming up Saturday night. And uh, meeting with the media by Zoom today was Baylor's offensive coordinator, Jeff Grimes. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, For everyone now, we have Baylor offensive coordinator, Jeff Grimes. Coach, if you could start off with a brief opening statement, then we'll go right to questions. 
Yeah, I would just say really excited about this bowl personally. I've never been to it, been to a lot of a lot of bowl games. And obviously this is this is a great opportunity for our team, an opportunity for us to I think make a statement about the kind of team that we are. And I've always felt that bowl games really say something about um, the mindset of your team, particularly at the end of the season. And so we're looking forward to the opportunity to say something about who we are as an offense and the kind of team that we are. Okay, our first question is from John Werner with the Waco Tribune Herald. Uh, hi, Coach Garns. Um, how is Gary coming along? Uh, just can you maybe just comment a little bit about his progression over the last few weeks? Yeah, I would say it started off a little bit slow for a couple of reasons. One, that that hamstring wasn't quite back at full strength when he came back to practice, and he was just trying to work his way back into it. And, you know, anytime you're um, – you're an athletic player, um, especially at the quarterback position. You know you rely on your legs just to just to move around and, and even to throw through and follow through and do those kind of things. Um, but I think he's at or very close to full speed now. Uh, took him a little while to kind of knock the rust off, but um, I anticipate that he'll be at full speed for the game, and I anticipate him playing well. Next is Curtis Quillen from KCN TV in Waco. Hey, Coach, you mentioned wanting to prove a point about the type of offense you guys are and the type of team you guys are against a team like Ole Miss. What is it exactly that you're hoping to prove with this, this new-look offense in your first year at Baylor against, uh, against Ole Miss? Well, I think it's a great, a great team, and so every week is an opportunity to make a statement about, about who you are when you, when you play against somebody that's good. And so I think it's just one more opportunity opportunity for us to show that that we're um, a good team and a good offense and that we're for real um, but I think just as much and I, I would imagine that coach Aranda would say the same thing the way we play is is um, just as important as playing well or winning the game and so playing clean controlling the things that we can control um, on offense in particular I think about the the turnovers I think about not having any foolish penalties. I think about playing a physical brand of football, really an opportunity to to um, show one more time um, what we try to be all about. And that, you know, that I think says something about our personality and our identity. We'll now go to Ted Lewis from the New Orleans Times Picayune. Yes, Jeff, uh, a couple of subjects. First of all, uh, how was your relationship with Dave uh, forged during your your time together at LSU and what did he what, what did he have to do to get persuade you to leave a good situation at BYU and secondly could you talk about Abram Smith and and just how guys don't move over from you know linebacker to running back and 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 could you have foreseen what kind of year he was going to have um I think you worked four questions into two right there but I want to okay. try to answer all of them uh, so Dave and I uh, at LSU, you know, worked together and had a very professional relationship. Um, but being on opposite sides of the ball, um, didn't know each other all that well. But I had a great respect for him as a person and as a coach. And then in terms of me coming here, there were a number of things that that um, that made this a great fit for me. I'm from Texas. My wife is from Texas. Haven't been back to live in over 20 years. And so an opportunity to come back home, um, an opportunity to, to coach at a great place like Baylor, I think a place that really fits me. And then, and then I believed in Dave. I believe in who he is as a person and a leader. And so working for him was, was a real positive for me. Um, Abe, uh, a great story. I've told this many times. He's one of my favorite players. Um, but 
almost um, all the way through spring practice, um, I felt like we weren't getting what we needed out of the run game. I wanted to have a physical nature to our offense, and we couldn't do that with our wide zone scheme without having a physical presence at running back, and I didn't feel like we were moving fast enough. And so I was, uh, well, I was complaining <laughs> about not having what we needed. And um, one of, our, one of our staff members, David Wetzel, who's a longtime high school football coach, said to me, have you ever seen Abe run with the ball? Because Abe was playing linebacker at the time. And I said, no, I didn't even know he played running back. He said, yeah, he was a really good running back in high school. And he said, I know what you're looking for. I know how you're looking for a downhill back that that will be productive and, and consistent and physical for you. And he's that. And so I walked upstairs to Ron Roberts, our defensive coordinator, and without mentioning any names, just said, you know, I'm really kind of frustrated with our run game. Is there anybody on defense that you think could help us? And without hesitation, he said, yeah, Abe could. And I said, well, I know he's playing for you at linebacker. And he said, it doesn't matter. If he's got a chance to be your best running back, then you should take him. And so I took him the next day. We had four or five practices left in spring ball. And um, it was evident that he could be really, really productive in what we wanted to do with the run game. And then um, he moved over and uh, really has been uh, just, you know, in a lot of ways, um, kind of the heart and soul of our offense. I don't, I don't think we do much without his, without his leadership, without his toughness, without his, his um, style of play. Next, we'll go to Matt Mosley with ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Coach. Um, I, I was curious, you have such a, a background with O-line, and I would say that may be the biggest change from the previous season. And, and I know Dave had talked about the O-line. He wanted the, those guys to become the leaders. What has allowed you guys to sort of be able to transform from a from a really all-time worst uh, run attack to one of the best in the country? I, I know it all starts with the old line, but what what uh, what has what is that uh, uh, what has that development been like for you to to observe and sort of oversee? Well, um, I would say first, it's a collective effort amongst coaches and players at all positions. Um, I really believe with our with our the nature of how we run the football, it is an eleven man job, and so everybody on offense has a job to do. Whether whether you're playing left guard or whether you're playing uh, the the receiver on the backside of the formation, um, I got to certainly give uh, Eric Mateos, our offensive line coach, most of the credit because he's the one that's doing all the work in the trenches with those guys every day. Um, and uh, then I would just say, you know, it's been a, a complete buy-in to the philosophy, to the scheme. Um, and I think our scheme is one that allows players to play fast, to play with confidence. And I think because they've been willing to buy into that at all positions, then it's really allowed them to begin to have the kind of success that that they've had this year. And I think we certainly honestly still have a long way to go, but I think we're, uh, you know, certainly moving in the right direction and hope that this this bowl game is another step forward. Go to David Ubbin from The Athletic. Yeah, Jeff, I know you weren't here obviously last year, but what is the sense that you've gotten on, on what this ride has meant to the guys uh, on this roster after we last season went? Yeah, without without – Talking about last year, I would just say that, you know, anytime you have an opportunity to win your conference, that's a really big deal. And our guys have really bought into that. And, and you know, from from day one, we started talking about playing, playing in the championship. And um, 
I think it's been something that, you know, if you're really focused from game to game, then you give yourself an opportunity to do that. But yeah, I think there's a real appreciation for it or an appreciation for being a part of a, of a team that's, that's winning and has a chance to, to be in this position at this point in the year. Next, we'll go to Jerry Hill from Baylor Bear Insider. Hey, Jeff, uh, wondering what your bowl game approach is. Do you do what you do or, you know, do you try to tweak some things and maybe throw some things out there? I think the bowl game is very similar to what we do every week. I think if you're successful on either side of the ball, it's because you have an identity and it's because you have something that you believe in. Each week, you tweak some things a little bit. And so you might do something a little bit differently than what you've done before. You might run this play from a three by one formation instead of a two by two formation, or maybe we do it in 11 personnel instead of 12 personnel. Um, and there's a little bit more time in between games. And so some guys probably change a little bit more or do a little bit more. And I would say we would tend towards the former more so than the latter. We'll, we'll treat this more like a usual game with maybe a couple more tweaks. Next is Eric Kelly from KWKT TV in Waco. You know, coming in, you probably have, you know, all these ideas and goals of what you want to accomplish with this offense. But what was the thing that maybe you're even a little pleasantly surprised with, maybe even from six months ago to now about what has gone so right offensively? I think just, and it's, it, it's kind of coach speak, I guess, but it's true. Just the culture, the willingness of these guys to buy into what we asked them to do. It was something completely different. And I think without that, without that willingness, there was a real eagerness right away to, to say, Hey, coach me and teach me how to, how to be successful in this scheme. And I think without that, you don't, you don't have a chance to have success. And then I think the mindset that has come with that has been one that said, I feel like we can, from a player's perspective, we feel like we can go out and score points on anybody. And, and it, we've been, we've been at times really good this year and at other times, not quite as good as we would like to be, but I think there's been that belief that we can go out and play with anybody. And so I think that belief and that confidence is, is the source and the evidence of what allows you to have success. Now go to Jack Allen, KXXV TV in Waco. Hey coach, along those same lines, you talk about culture, you talk about buy-in. Was there a certain moment in the season that you can point to where you feel like they really turned a corner and you can point to and say, that's a moment where I really saw the buy-in happen. Yeah, I think there've been a, typically in, in a, in an opportunity like this, where you, where you make a change, there are a few of those. And so I can point to a couple. One was actually before the season even started, uh, you know, we have a really good defense here at Baylor and it, that had been a real challenge for us offensively to make a turnaround just because we had to compete against a really good experienced defense in practice every day and one that's had that system in place for a year. And so there were a lot of challenges during spring ball and, you know, moments when um, <laughs> I remember my wife after one of our spring scrimmages, uh, I come home and she goes, wow. Um, we got a long way to go. <laughs> I said, yeah. She goes, are you sure we ought to actually do this additional in the house? And um, she's been around a lot of football. And so she saw and recognized that we had a, a ways to go. But in those scrimmages, I think um, it was a challenge for us that we had to overcome a hurdle. And then I think it was our second scrimmage of fall camp this year. We kind of had a really good day and the offense probably for the first time had a, a scrimmage where we, where we, 
did what we had hoped we would do against our defense. And there was, there was a difference after that. The guys kind of felt like, okay, we, we can do this and this thing's really going to work. And I think just a couple of our, of our early season games against conference opponents really, really helped us take a step forward. Obviously the, um, the Iowa state game was a big win for us. And then coming out soon after that, not only, not only winning a game against West Virginia, but scoring a lot of points and winning big. I think both, those, both of those were, were real milestones. We have time for one final question. This is from Sam Kahn from The Athletic. Hey, Jeff. I uh, wanted to ask you a little bit about Gary. I know he went through, I think, almost the first half of the season without interception. Uh, what, what have you seen from him as he's grown in this offense, and what are the best qualities that he brings that have made him successful for you guys this year? Well, I think the things that make him successful are the things that earned him the job. And so he's just become more and more of himself. And his, his confidence – his toughness, his grit, um, his willingness to work, those are the things that earned him this position. And he was in quite a quite a battle for the starting quarterback job, as, as you and most people that have covered our team know. Um, but I remember him um, way back during during fall camp. I'd show up early in the morning, and he's here watching film, not in a way that anyone would notice, just in the quarterback room with the door shut, watching film, 6 in the morning. And then I get ready to go home at 11 at night, and he's still in there watching film. And I remember telling him, man, you got to go home and get some sleep. This is a long fall camp. And he said, Coach, I can I can sleep when I'm on this position. I got work to do. And that, that kind of confidence and work ethic is what's brought him to the point where he is. And he's a guy that from the beginning bet on himself. When, when many people didn't think he would be a college quarterback, he came to a place where he knew he could play quarterback and compete and just kept working even when it didn't go his way early. And so um, that persistence and that belief in himself and that toughness are the things that really make him who he is. And then obviously he's developed, he's developed as a passer, he's developed as a leader and all those things have come, but it really starts with what he is inside. Thank you very much for your time this morning, Coach. We really appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow here in New Orleans. Right. That is Jeff Grimes, the offensive coordinator for the Baylor Bears. He uh, met with the media earlier today in preparation for the uh, Sugar Bowl coming up on Saturday night. 3.57. That is going to do it for the John Morris Show here on this Tuesday. And uh, Matt Mosley will be here tomorrow afternoon. And then we will talk to you from New Orleans on Thursday morning and again Thursday afternoon right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I've walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM.
At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. 